now. Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the train ride from hell and the non-stop to nowhere. As you lean back in your seat, look out the window. The signpost up ahead says, welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. yeah. My name is Christopher Burns. To my left, my co-host, Christopher Lynch, and our producer, Michael P.S. Herman. Good evening, good evening. And now I will shut up so I don't step on these guys despite my 25 years of broadcast experience. And I will allow Lynch to bring forth his first quick hit of the day. Oh, this is a dude. Yeah, we don't have to play around anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a doozy. Give me a second here. I've been waiting for this. Uh, so I was just accidentally th- trolling through whatever. Stop. How does one accidentally troll through social media? I It wasn't where I wanted Did, to are be. You, are you stepping on him? I allow, think... allow me to step back and I'll stop stepping on him. Okay, just checking. Thank you, producer. I wasn't it's where a, I wanted to be. It's about courtesy. Yes. it was. I wasn't where I wanted to be, but this caught my eye. Go ahead. All right. Headline. John Hinckley. Now, history lesson. Everybody knows who John Hinckley is, right? If the listeners don't, I certainly do. And Herman and I talked about it a little bit on the way here. He shot that old-ass crazy president long yeah, time ago, right? Yeah, he's an actor. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know yeah. about crazy, but... Did you see some of the shit he said? Yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. Have you seen our stuttering idiot in office right now? Yeah, I'm not I'm not disputing. We're not talking about him right now. We're talking about the, oh, the old one that died. Well, crazy and stupid aren't mutually Hold exclusive. Hold on a second. I, go ahead. We're stepping. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lynch. Go ahead, Lynch. All right, so cancel. John Hinckley is on a redemption tour for whatever fucking reason. Like, okay. like, like aluminum can redemption? Well, now nah, he's not getting a nickelback. Oh, shit. Ooh, that sounds nice. Nickelback, Ooh. nickelback, nickelback. Your favorite Shut band, Chris. Up, Lynch. It's your favorite band. Um, I'll step on you for this. <laughs> You can step all over me if you want to. Baby. Oh, wait for my quick hit. You're not going to. Uh, a lot of people won't like it. I don't give a fuck. Let me uh, go about this a different way. I'm going to the story right now. I want to see a, a little bit of this, but continue. So as most of you should know, is that John Hinckley is the person who shot Ronald Reagan back in 1981, I believe. Uh, I believe so. Yes. 81 or 82. I was a little kid. Um Remember seeing it live on TV on the news. Uh-huh. Um, it was a Thursday, if I remember correctly. I don't remember the exact date. I just remember I was at my grandmother's house. I was homesick. Uh, so John Hinckley Jr. is planning, quote, a redemption tour. The man who shot Reagan just sold out his first show. The Ronald Reagan Foundation is not happy. Do you think so? Uh, it was uh, March 30th, 1981. I don't whatever day that week that I think it was a Thursday. Give me a minute. I'll look it up. Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation Institute isn't so thrilled about almost assassin John Hinckley Jr.'s new music career. The organization posted a statement Wednesday night expressing sadness and concern about Hinckley's upcoming unconditional release from court supervision. So basically, they're just letting him fucking bounce. God from, damn it. It was a Monday. No no supervision. No no nothing. Not, probably not even a brace, uh, an anklet or anything. 
Yeah, but are, are they just letting him out? But he's been out, right? He's finally he's he, he's been out. He's been out, but now they're letting him. Right, but he's go. Been, he's he's been under the. Uh, to, just to clarify, he's been under supervision, court supervision now from then till from excuse, when he was excuse out. Excuse me, Michael. I was doing it for the readers. Okay, I got you. So yeah, he was under supervision before. Now you okay. can just bounce, go wherever the fuck he wants without checking in. Yes. So it's good news. He's added a date to Connecticut. So all you boys and girls that want to go see him do whatever type of fucking music he, it is he does, feel free. I'm sure the tickets will. Oh wait, will be sitting there oh, collecting dust. No, I'm I'm thoroughly disappointed. This is a music see, this, tour. No, see, this is even worse than we talked this about is, in the fucking car. Because this I, is exactly what what the bullshit that I kind of was alluding to in the car. He, is where here's he was here's going. where I wanted it to go. I wanted him to do like one of those ninety minute sit downs, like Henry Rollins or. You know, a lot of these people do the spoken yeah, like, word. Like when Mike Tyson did the... The, 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 the one at Foxwoods. The, the, right, the show about himself and yes. everything. Right, right, an introspective. Here I was, in my own head, thinking, okay, Hinckley's going to come out. He's going he's gonna to tell us what was in his head. He's had 42 years of therapy. He's out. He's doing his thing. He's got to obviously pay back lawyers and all this bullshit. Not a lot of this is going to go in his pocket. Here I thought this was going to be a peek into the mind of... John Hinckley Jr. Nope. Turns out I'm going to have to hear him play shitty-ass Beatles wannabe songs. I ain't paying a goddamn... Thank you, because I couldn't have said it better. Uh, Another little fact they throw out here. To date, he has about 26,500 subscribers and over 844,000 views. On what platform? YouTube. Fuck me. I'd be very interested... I'd be very interested, as as you know, I get the demographics and the analytics Correct. on our site, and yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. how it breaks down who. I'd be very interested to see what the age range is on his 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 viewers. I would I would venture, I would venture to, say, to say that it's, if any anybody over forty or in, uh, that's our age, yeah. anybody that's forty five to fifty was basically tell him to go fuck himself fifty or over, and then would anybody be right, and then. I'm gonna say that it's gotta be kids like people like like my son's age, Trav's age, mid twenties to thirties mm-hmm. that weren't there and don't know because I, I don't know any oh, one like of the people. I don't that... know any of one of us that would follow him because you know he's a great guy. Oh he, no, sure. He tried to kill our fucking president. Kind of like the folks that in later years, Axl Rose being one of them, who recorded songs written by Charles Manson. You got to be in your mid twenties. You got to be a little bit sick. And you're going to be like, this will cause controversy because controversy creates cash. Right. And at 40, you're like, nah. And, but right. If you were to review that whole situation we at 40, you'd be like, eh, these might not be the fucking songs to do. No. But at 25, you're like, oh. These- if they're fantastic song, a good song is a good song. Yeah, but right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Not a lot of Manson's stuff was Good. It none was basically of, incoherent. None of Manson's <laughs> songs were not good. Not a lot a of bit further on, stuff was good. A little bit further on. Um, <coughs> says, uh, I'm a musician. Nobody knows that about me, he reportedly said to his doctors. They just see me as the guy who tried to kill Reagan. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You shot him and put another guy in a wheelchair for the rest of his fucking life. I mean, we, yeah. we, we, have, we have laws named after the guy you shot in the fucking head. Yes. Let me, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. Oh, poor Mr. Brady. Um, he was, Mike Brady? <laughs> Greg. Um, <laughs> he had the groovy room upstairs. Bobby? <laughs> Bobby? It was Peter, wasn't it? That's when he started this time it's to al- change. It's always the middle child. It's always yeah. the middle child. Hinkley was granted core permission to publicly display his artwork, writings, and music under his own name in October of 2020. After a new assessment, this is what K 
kills me. Okay. After a new assessment of his mental health showed he had, quote, sufficiently recovered his sanity. All right. How uh, is that something you can put a, uh, a barometer on? Or, or, or look, Okay. The, one of the things I said to Herm in the car, and I'll say it to you as well, it's been 42 years. A lot of therapy and a lot of, you know, this and that. You may, and I'm not a psychiatrist, but I'm going to just throw it out here. You may be able to regain your sanity, but there's still that little piece of you that still lives inside you that tried to kill the leader of the, the free world. The, there is. A, 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 going back to what Lynch said, as far as you're questioning their ability to say that he's that he's, that he's he's okay, right? Right. Just like... A- not not they're questioning their right, ability, well, uh, but, but how do you measure that? How do you measure? That's a great question. How do you measure whether? Watch a YouTube video. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's got. I mean it's got to come down to um, how much of a threat you feel he is. I mean you you you've got a lot of people that are well educated in a field that correct have to make yep. such a, make such decisions. Um, I, I I mean I don't know personally, but there's got to be some sort of scale. How you know how dangerous is the person actually? Um, what were the issues that were causing the instability? That co- yeah, yeah, man. I just wanted to raise my hand so I knew it was my time to speak. Yeah, go ahead. Um, there has to be. I'm going to go with you on this one. There has to be some sort of metric that says you're right, okay. I don't know what it is, but right. there has to be some sort of measuring. None, stick. none of us do, and no amount of uh, you know Facebook memes or all this bullshit that I'm going to talk about in about five minutes can measure that these are trained professionals that and, yeah, and, and made this the desertion however my bigger question is and without that particular doctor or set of doctors in the room i would love to just ask the question what led you to this decision to say that john hinckley jr is okay to walk amongst the free world well it's a, it's a valid question i mean i just don't want this to see this be a case with hey i told you so shouldn't have let him out of prison or should not have left him unsupervised. It, it part of me, part of me is like, well, maybe he has recovered. Maybe he's not as crazy as he was forty-two years ago. The other part of me is, well, there's always like you said, Chris. You put it pretty well. Is that he has that inside of him for the rest of his fucking life? And yeah, he is going to be portrayed. As it was there person. for twenty-six years. Well, well, no, what he he has he has the experiences that caused that trauma. Thank what you. he didn't have was abilities to deal with it. Right. And and it's, it's, cognizant it's, recognition. Right, right, right. It's not about it's not about how how you're fucked up. Because we're all fucked up to a degree. It's it's all comes down to just a matter of how much uh, you accept it. Literally it's um and, and and for the listeners, don't take this wrong. But you could have two kids that were fucking inappropriately inappropriately touched as children. One child is given tools and therapy and taken care of and handled mentally, and the other one isn't. There's no difference in the experiences those two children are dealing with. It's just that one child has been given the tools and a path to manage such without it coming out and manifesting as a form of violence. Absolutely. What up, man? I agree. Uh, You saw that I had my hand up. I do. Thank you. I I wouldn't want to step on anybody. Um, Dennis Leary said it best. You can have twins. You love them the same. You raise them the same. You feed them the same. You dress them the same. One grows up to be the president. The other grows up to be a crack dealer. It's all about personal choice. And 
John Hinckley, for all in, you know, for all that we've read and all that we supposedly know, was raised in a pretty decent, uh, loving relatively, house, relatively normal. House. Yet he chose to shoot the president to impress a Hollywood actress that isn't really that good looking, <laughs> and never has been. Jodie Foster. Right. I mean, obviously, if, if I'm going to impress an actress in that day and age, I'm going to shoot somebody for Catherine fucking Bach, Daisy Duke. Go. I want her to notice me, and maybe she'll write me in prison. <laughs> but or one of the three Charlie's Angels, uh, Cheryl Ladd comes to mind. Hey. hey, she got a new movie coming out, and for someone who's 196 years old, still looks pretty good. Well, that's good for her. But no, seriously, I would love to be able to get one of those psychiatrists on the phone and say why, what led you to this decision. Conversely. If this was a spoken word tour, I'd want to go. I'd want to hear what he has to say. But if he's just going to play some shitty kumbaya music on an acoustic guitar, John Hinckley Jr., you can fuck off again and again. Pretty much. Yeah, I I would rather have the insight, like you said, as to where he was in that period of his life. But, you know, we're probably never going to get that. Unless he decides to write a book. Uh, right. It, I it, mean, at this point, he's pretty much just using his name, his negative notoriety, to produce money. Yeah. Yeah, perpetuate a little bit of cash flow. Which I am completely, totally against. Yeah. Completely. It's completely unsupportive. If you're one of these people that buys a ticket to go to this show, to hear him play some shitty knockoff Beatles songs, you get what you deserve. I hope he charges you through the ass, like a Pearl Jam show, which sucks. And I hope you get shitty Beatles songs, which is pretty much what it's going to be. And I hope you leave disappointed, disenfranchised, and wanting to drink yourself into a stupor. And just remember to buy your, your T-shirt from the parking lot guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, $10 Always. versus 40 in Always. the venue. Just be prepared to run. Yeah. Dude, in three weeks, I'm going to see Kiss for the final time, hopefully. For and the final time for the third time. For, second time, technically. <laughs> However, comma... <laughs> Parking lot T-shirts are always better than the official swag. Always better. Uh, you know this. Back from the dead. Right? On Kiss. Oh, my God. I got a quick hit, and I'm not going to point out anybody in particular, but I'm really sick of hit-and-run motherfuckers. They, let, they don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear your opinion come out of their mouth. And when you give them your opinion, which... Much like me, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, how long have I known you guys? Uh, starting with Lynch. Uh, initially introduced 1998. Yeah. So it'd be about 24 years, right? Yeah. Herm, you? 31 years. Hit the button. I think 31 is an understatement. Uh, years stretching the point just a little bit. But uh, 1988 is when I think we first <laughs> met. I think you guys know, I don't. I don't say anything half-cocked. It's always got a basis of fact behind it. And if I'm proven wrong, I say that I'm wrong. Between the, quote-unquote, don't say gay bill, um, other different things, calling people out on their bullshit, et cetera, so forth, somehow I'm wrong when I bring in a fact. Like, I'll ask you this question, Herm, you and I, have had, and Lynch, it'll go to you next. When we have an argument and you bring to me a fact, Chris, you were being a real asshole, what do I usually say? I'm sorry. That or, you know what? I think I was being an asshole. Now that I look at it this way, uh, Lynch, uh, just a year, two years, it'll be two years uh, next week. Yep. 
uh, we had our little disagreement for a month and change. What was the thing that I said when you when you put my shit on Front Street? You said I'm sorry. I was an asshole. Yeah, and but you you took took what I had to say to heart and you apologized because you- I recognize when I've done something wrong or I've said something wrong. Now my problem here is there are people online in life through text message what have you that no matter what you say to them they're right why because it's about their feelings i'm going to throw this out here i'm going to say it slowly and lowly and then i'm going to quit this because we're going to take a break i want to hear what you guys have to say about it after i say this before i say this uh last week we were talking about the quote-unquote don't say gay bill, yada, yada, yada. And I brought a, I brought a point to you, Herm, and I said apples and pomegranates, and you kind of disagreed. But I went and reread the bill. So you know. You know me. I don't want to... Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I was right. However, <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. Um, it has nothing to do with the kids not being able to talk about their lived experience. It has to do with the teacher bringing their personal life into it. Um, I don't know too much about the personal lives of the teachers I've ever had until I was past their particular grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to know a few of my teachers that were worthy of it uh, very well. I got to um, say goodbye in the most um, respectful way to my favorite of them all. And I didn't know. Look, I was I was a student of one of my favorite teachers for two years, and it wasn't until his wife passed away that I realized he's Jewish. You know why? Because he didn't bring it up. It's not something you do. You're a teacher of this subject. You leave this subject alone. So I, I had to reread the bill to go back to our argument, and I didn't want to be disrespectful toward you, mm-hmm. nor will I ever. Right. And... It has zero to do with, hey, little Johnny, what'd you do this weekend? Me and my two dads went to Six Flags. That's wonderful. Sally, what did you do? And they move along. You're speaking of your lived experience. The teacher's not supposed to push their agenda onto the children between kindergarten and third grade. So in in peace, you were were fighting against something that I, I I can certainly understand. There's a lot of talk going around about this. So I'll, I'll say not to you, but to some of the people that have been crawling up my ass with "fuck you," you're less than human. Oh, you'd love the things the tolerant left has said to me. Um, read the bill, and the best thing was this weekend an actual trans person, whom I've known all of. I'm going to be polite, and I'm going to tag them in this. I'm going to send this episode to this person, all of her life. She came at me and said, well, what about this? What about this? I'm like, this is great conversation, but here's the point. Between kindergarten and three years old, this shouldn't happen. Came back with another point, and she actually screenshotted part of the bill and said, I feel schools should be a safe place. I said, so do I. But it's also not the place to talk to these youngsters if you're not their parent or a counselor or a grandparent or whatever. Your job is to teach them reading, writing, arithmetic. Uh, they call it don't say gay. I say wait till late. Because after eight years old, you start to learn a little bit more about your body. You learn a little bit more about yourself. You're wondering why your little dick is getting hard. You're wondering why you get a little moist when you see little Johnny run around the the the, the play yard. Thank yeah. you. I was going to say the parking lot, but what kid plays in the parking lot anymore? They're all glued the ones to their, get hit. They're all glued <laughs> to their screens nowadays. Between these ages that this bill is protecting... 
is not the time. So I give my trans friend a pass. Came at me with intelligence, question, and fact. The rest of you, fuck off to the left. You came at me with your feelings, and I'm going to repeat this one final time, and I'm going to say it slow so all of you understand. Facts do not care about your feelings. If I say, when I met Herm, he was a big motherfucker, that is fact. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. When I say, when I met Chris Lynch, he was a handsome motherfucker, would you agree? Sure. Today, you are no longer a big motherfucker, and you are no longer a handsome motherfucker. I mean, your wife might think so, but she's the only one you really got to worry about. Word. Thank you. So, I'm not speaking out of school <coughs> by saying these things as I spill my soda. It's not spilled. God damn it. Who brought the retarded kid? Hey. Great. Can I say retarded? You just did. A little too late to chew that back. Yeah, well, you know, I'm uncancelable because I just don't give a fuck. <sighs> Having said that, if you argue your feelings and you think you're winning and somebody brings a fact to your table, don't cut and run. Don't stop texting someone. And by all means, don't <laughs> stop the conversation because if somebody brings, if I say something out of my feelings and someone brings me a fact, which Herm has done more than once, which Lynch has done more than once, I'm all for hearing it. I don't cut and run. You know what that makes you? Makes you a little bitch. I don't care what you think of yourself. And this is not dedi- this is not directed at any one person. This is about 17 people in the last seven days since we have convened here that this has happened with. So if you happen to be listening, hey, fuck you sideways. Well, no problem. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Herm. Uh, so I got a, a question. I'd be glad to answer it. All right, I went through the trouble of creating a fucking email address specifically for the show. Oh, could you share it? Because I don't want to step on you. It would be... Um, 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 Starts with a J. Yeah. Junction Dysfunction <laughs> Show at gmail.com. Um, but I went through the, the whole process of making a place where readers could, could talk to us. And why the fuck... Sorry, sorry. Why the fuck are y'all just sending direct messages directly to Chris? Oh, I can answer. We have, we have a very specific email show. I am going to answer email that. for the show, and you guys should send it so we can talk about I'm it. I'm going to answer that. If you've got something to say about our show, please say it so all of us can hear it and shred you later. <laughs> I'll answer that because it's easier to hide behind the anonymity of the internet and come at me, even though there's your name. I know who you are because your name pops up. And it's easier just to come at me and say X, Y, and Z where I can't put it in the forum like, do I step on you guys? Do you step on me? Do you step on me? I think we all do it at one point or another, but it's not like we're saying, shut the fuck up, Herm, or shut the fuck up, Lynch, or shut the fuck up, Burns. No, we're adding to the conversation, and we all kind of, I'm looking at you both. We we kind of had that have that respect with well, each other. That's the dynamic did of this show. Did you just step on me? I did, because Go ahead. that's the dynamic of this show. The whole dynamic of this show isn't three dudes in a studio. The whole dynamic of this show is that it's three dudes who have known each other, that respect each other, that have different opinions, getting together after work, maybe on a Saturday night, hanging out at Burns' garage, chilling and hanging out while the wives are in doing something or we're just running and hiding from our wives. That's the 
that's the the feel we look for. It the sounds show. a lot like Big Herm's Fall Roaster, which is coming up. Kind of, kind and of, one of you will but, win a spot at the table. But that's the whole. But that's the whole feel of the show. The whole show is supposed to be three people that are comfortable enough with each other that when we step on each other, nobody's pissed because it's it. We're all still respectful. It's a conversation. Yeah, I preach mean, on. It, go. We're, we're all right. I'll go back to your original question. <clears throat> You're right. It's not. You cannot use your feelings to deflect the truth or fact. Um, more and more of the extreme left is will say they want to say that that gender is a construct. No, no, no. It's not a construct. That is what you personally, you personally put assign your thought on that. Time is a construct. You we we we've covered that. You you can't you can't face they, 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 these are people who just can't face the facts that they're using their feelings and that scientifically and biologically they don't want to accept that fact. They want to come up with this lame brained where the fuck I don't even know where this comes from ideology that I can be whoever I want to be because it's my gender isn't predetermined at birth. Well, yeah, it kind of is. You, you're, you're, you're born a man or you're born a woman. How you personally feel. I pray that I took a picture of this. Keep going. If you feel that 15 years down the road that you want to want to act out like a woman, so be it. That's a choice. Am I wrong? No. Um, and to your point, there is a children's book that is going to be released soon that somebody took a picture of, of a person holding a baby. And it basically echoed the crap that that teacher from Boston said. When you were born, they guessed because you couldn't speak what you are. And you had to live with that lie. Okay, no. If you're born male, you're born male. And I'm going to say it again. And again, I'm going to send this to my trans friend. Well, and I actually... Go ahead, please. I, I read that entire... Back and forth. And Thank I thought, you. I thought it was excellent. Now, without saying her name, she was respectful. She was very respectful. I was respectful. And sometime soon, you know who else chimed in? The The unofficial mayor of Middletown, Lindsay, chimed good, in. Good, And all of us had a good and intelligent discourse. But it was some of the other mouth breathers. And I'm going to say that because they're, they live so much in their heads that they can't get out of it. That were just like, no, you're wrong. Everything you say is shit. Really, well, here are the facts. Deal with them. It, the sky is blue. I can I can prove that. Um, uh, Big Herm lives at. I'm not going to say your address, but I can prove that. Um, I wear a size 11 shoe. I can prove that a man can be a woman. Prove it. You can identify as a woman. You you can act, live your life as a woman. But that, again, that's a choice. Right. You can believe you're a woman. Correct. Yes. But you, you, you can also believe that there's an invisible man in the sky that, that, loves, okay, see, that, lo- but that loves you for everything you do, but also judges you. Thank you for taking it that way. Thank you for taking it that way. Because let's say, for the sake of argument, you are a Christian. I'm somewhat of a Christian. I, I, we've had this conversation, I believe. And I take what he just said with a grain of salt. He doesn't believe. But I've known him long enough to understand where he's coming from. Now, if you are raising your child as, I don't know, modern-day LeVayan Satanist, I'm not going to pull your child inside and go, you know what, your dad's wrong. Come here. 
let me teach you about Jesus and Christianity. It's not my fucking place. Nor would I expect the modern-day Levain Satanist or the Orthodox Jew or the Muslim person to say, you know what, your dad's a Christian? Come over here. He's wrong. Come learn about the Muslim religion. Come learn about this. Because when you get to be a teenager and, dare I say, an adult, 18 or over, that's your right to move along and learn as you so see fit. Not when you're five fucking years old. And here's a huge difference between religion and the, the topic at hand here is the gender identity. You can prove scientifically your gender. Mm-hmm. You were born a male or you were born a female. Gender is not malleable. You cannot prove that a word that's written in any of the scriptures, whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Old Testament, New Testament, Anton LaVey's Satanic Bible, mm -hmm. you can't prove jack shit. It's why they call it faith. Right. You have faith in this. You, 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 you believe in it because it touches you inside, not like a Catholic priest, but it touches you on the inside in a way that you're like, okay. It gives you a set of morals to run your you. life by and, and how to treat each other. And I don't care if and you're- that If you p apply please. the religious aspect of how you treat people, these people are the most anti-religious people on the fucking planet because they don't want to hear your opinion because it isn't what they want to hear. They don't want to hear it's your like, opinion. It's like having your high school teacher- assign you an opinion paper and failing it because they don't like your opinion. And I've I actually that. I've had, had that happen. I had that happen in high school. Mr. Mazzarella, that fat fuck. And I stood right up and told him, I literally stood up in class and saying, why the fuck did you give this, this our assignment, make this our assignment as an opinion when you're just going to fail me because you don't like my opinion? The well, other, it's not what we talked about in class. It's That's all your right here. It's your opinion. Right. And the other thing that pisses me off, and I'm going to say this right now, one of the things that I heard over the last week is the three words that I wrote down because I didn't want to miss this point. Mm -hmm. Words are violence. No. Action is violence, not Action words. Action is If I hit Herm in the head with a brick, that is violence. If I shoot Lynch, that is violence. If these two take a hatchet to the back of my head, that is violence. Me saying to you that live the way you want to live, but a man cannot be a woman and a woman cannot be a man... Physically, biologically, emotionally, wherever, you, however you want to live is fine by me. But at the end of the day, you got a twig and berries, you're a dude. If you've got the hatchet wound, you're a chick. Sorry, that's the way it is. And again, I point back to Derek the Undertaker. Two, three weeks ago, he can dig up your body 100 years from now, and he can tell what gender you are by how your bone structure is set. And, uh, and I... Um, honestly, I'm getting kind of tired of hearing people like Knowles and Shapiro constantly hammer this point home. And it's just when you look at those Q&As from, from their uh, college tours, you can just tell by the look on the college kid's face exactly how this conversation is going to go. It's smug. Because, the, yeah, exactly. It's they just think I'm here. The one guy, I'm a mathematician and a physicist. I think I have the right to speak on gender biology and goes, wait a minute, since when does math and physics have anything to do with biology? And then the dude just launches into, you can't even make your wife wet, bro, and you probably haven't gotten pussy in a while. Wow. Convincing argument. Yeah, very convincing. Wow. And, and what are you going to tell me next? You're going to beat me out, beat me up in the parking lot? One of my favorite lines is, <laughs> fuck you isn't an argument. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a but, different video. But and, No, and I'll, I'll agree with you to an extent because I listen to those shows, including Sweet Daddy Walsh. I love Matt Walsh. My favorite of the three. 
the reason they have to drive it home is because if you don't, the ideologue the ideologues win. Right. And we're just going to grow up in a world where eventually, the more this happens, it's just we're losing we're we're losing normalcy. And I'm not saying being trans is not normal. I'm not saying being gay is not normal. I, I you know I know my fair share of gay folk, lesbian folk, yada yada. <coughs> a nice lesbian couple that I know in Vermont adopted a baby. They're raising this beautiful child, and I applaud them. But neither one of them is trying to grow a beard and claim to be a man. So I'm going to throw this out here real quick before we move on to our next thing. I think the next thing is going to be the most exciting thing we've done in a long time. So Unless you, Herm's got a quick hit. So All right. You remember years back, the name Rachel Dolziel? Oh, the white girl who thought she was black. And the left rallied around her. Well, mm, but she was... Go from the media pers- media's perspective on this. How was she handled by the media? As a liar, which she is. Okay. Because she kept, even though she said, oh, yeah, I grew up as a white girl, but I identify as a black girl, race is not malleable. But let me, That's let me, the difference. Let me move forward to 2022. Please. How was the media handling these leftists? These extreme- With kid gloves. What's the difference? What's changed in how many ever years between... I think Rachel Dolezal was uh, a hot item in 2015, so seven years. Um, it's all about perception versus reality for the left right now. No, but what? What? why did the media change their outlook on that? That's a good question. Why don't you why, enlighten me? So I can't enlighten, but I can, I can only make an educated guess, guess. It sells time. Yeah. It, it's a headline. I Is it pull, time to take your pill? No. I, okay. I can pull up my phone and go on to whatever media outlet I want to, and it's, it's attention-grabbing. It's, it's seeking. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, when we were treating Rachel Dozeal like Satan, granted, she really did the same exact thing as what these people are doing now with gender identity. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? If she wants to claim she's black, she can be black. Can she, though? She can now. In 2022, she can because she 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 will be accepted with open arms. In 2014, 2015. Herm's shaking his head. I want to hear what he's going to say. No. The ideologist. Did you watch the documentary? I certainly did. How fun was that? They didn't fucking coddle her for shit. They asked her questions and fucking lamp They beamed her. They laid into her like Rocky into a side of fucking beef. How long long ago was the documentary? Seven years. The documentary was about uh, 2019, so that's three years ago, four years ago. But in 2015, they were beating the shit out of her. I'm going to go with Lynch on this one. If she did that today... It would be She's more welcome with open arms. Be, I don't think she would be. I think a, a, I don't think so. I think because you what you what you what you end up having is the same thing that that same that the same that the younger generation is dealing with when we're dealing with fishing. Uh, you, you ever heard about? Um, there's it's the term. It's fishing. P H I S. No, no, like no. black fishing. No. Um, this is when like. Um, Stars like, uh, let's see, uh, what's her name? Bad Baby. Um, oh dear God, cash me outside. How about that? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm. We're just running. Um, I got you. I got Ariana you. Grande has been accused of it. Um, Others. It's when you take your look to, uh, uh, you change your look so it's 
it's it's more in line with an ethnic group. Um, people have been have done it. Uh, Ariana Grande's also had uh, uh, with um, right, Asian with fishing. You. Yep. Okay, so this is just another case of fishing. She's th- and that's what and that's okay. What it's I got one at. then. So if she tried that shit now, she'd get still get roasted for trying to fish. But it's called they call mm. it cultural appropriation. I'm aware of that. Where but the black people don't like it. No, and, and that's really what it does. is. And what, Not even the Native Americans. Right? Where and, and that's what it comes down to. It comes down to that the black people don't like it, and that's why it's bad. The trans people. Do like it when you try that. The trans oh, people like accept going. it. Oh, the black like people don't going. want nobody who ain't black to try and be black. Okay. If um, you're Eminem, you're white and you're doing the rap thing, but you know what? He's white and ain't trying to dress. He's not trying to change his whole aesthetic to look like he's Ray Parker um, Jr. The singer, uh, God, they're a Zeppelin sounding band. You might know the name. I don't. Just got called out in the news because he's got like an 18th of Native American in him. He wears a lot of Native American garb on stage. And the cancel culture tried to push him out. And you know what he did? He came out and apologized. Motherfucker, if I want to wear an Easy e shirt, which I have to this studio, I'm going to. You know why? Because I fucking like Easy es music. If I want to wear a Kiss shirt, I'm going to wear a Kiss shirt. If I want to wear Ricky Henderson, the one of the greatest baseball players of all time who happens to be black i'm gonna wear his shirt because i like it you can't tell me i'm culturally appropriating and i get where you're going right right just because I'm of a throwing, shirt I, right when exactly. you're right if you're changing your entire look if you you oh you're not gonna catch me in cross colors right like if you started running tanner on you got that thank you and you put your and you put your you, you mean like rachel dolezal right and started putting your hair in braids or cornrows or uh, some other sort of 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 african-american uh a black person style haircut then yeah absolutely but so if a black person parts their hair to the left that's a white thing and i can yell at them no not really why not well because he's not trying to be white and say that he's white you he's don't know just, that but but that was the issue with rachel dolezal <laughs> you get where i'm going though i do but it's irrelevant because she was claiming she was black if the black man just parts his hair right and but today's society, the same thing. if you so much as do something that looks like cultural appropriation, they're going to come after you. And it's all bullshit. Facts don't care about your feelings. If you're, uh, and since we're talking about black people, I love black people. I have nothing but respect for 99% of the black community, much like I have much respect for 99% of the white community. If you're a shithead, you're a shithead. Doesn't matter what color you are. Nope. Um, if you choose to part your hair to the left or you choose to wear fat laces or gold chains or dockers or whatever, it's what makes you comfortable in you. And going back to the trans thing, if being trans, you identify, you feel female, you want to wear female clothing, that's how you feel, then you do it. But don't demand people perpetrate the lie for you. One more thing too that that baffles me is when basic you, life when you fuck you when you <laughs> when people get on TikTok or whatever form of media they want to spouse their craziness gender misidentification have you watched those oh I have all right I walk up upon someone who's obviously a female mm-hmm. okay and I if, hips and tits I'm if I you. say if I'm in line at say walking through Big Y and I want to get to the item that she's blocking. When mm-hmm. I say, if I say, excuse me, ma'am, 
or miss. She's going to melt down inside. I just stick to fucker. It's it's all inclusive. Fucker is gender neutral. Out of my way, fucker. It's gender neutral. You're absolutely right. But that's what they want. That's what they're going to get. Are are they going to wear some sort of like emblem on them so I know to say that they they're they them or they's there? That's a great point. How because do- we just went through 25 years and you guys lived through it just as I did. We don't want labels. I don't want to be looked at as a black woman. I want to be looked at as a woman. I don't want to be looked at as a white man. I want to be looked at as a man. I don't want to be looked- 25 years we tried to erase all the labels. Last five years, everybody needs a fucking label. How am I supposed to know? You don't. If you're a girl wearing comfortable shoes with a boyish haircut, I could just say that you, that's the style you like. I don't know you, who you identify as. There's There's no... No red flag goes up for me to say, excuse me, ma'am, sir, they, The whole misgendering thing is an anomaly. It's bullshit. If you were there, Lynch, for the record, if you've never seen Lynch, has a uh, goatee, pretty good chin biscuit hanging down about three, four inches. Um, He's standing in a store. He's looking at the Cocoa Puffs, and I'm trying to get to the Cocoa Puffs. And I say, excuse me, sir. Now, if he identifies as a female, looks at me, says, it's ma'am. I'm like, gee, the fucking goatee threw me off. (laughs) I, I I don't know. I, I just think that people like to waste their time on, on causes that just really don't matter. I think everybody who wears purple shoes is just a problem. <laughs> As Herm is shaking his head. Those are, no, if you've never seen Herm's shoes, those are some pretty feet. It's pretty sweet fucking kicks. And yeah, they go are. ahead, tell him. Tell him what's on the back. Those are big Herm shoes. Bro. They got his name on nice. the back. Nice. And as we take a break, Lynch is going to take a look at these shoes. Are we done with this topic so we can get into I the main event? Yeah, I mean, we could go on hours about this shoe. All right. Um, I'm going I'm to repeat Herm's sentiment. Junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com. If you want to chime in, if you want to be a phone-in guest on the show and debate this topic with us, feel free, but stop hiding behind your fucking keyboards, you sackless twats. I'm going to the bathroom. We're taking a break. Welcome back, everybody. We are about to get into something that Lynch has never been live in the studio for before. Mm-mm. And you told me, listening back to the old episodes, you had a real good time with these. I did. So I have compiled more than 25 of not ones that I did before. New ones. New ones. And I will tell you this, there are no five stars in this at all. Nobody stepped up. There were no banana seas. I was going to say, we don't have a banana sea. We C. don't have a banana sea. We don't have, we took my grandma this there. This place was not good for children. No, parties. none of these places were good for children. So I say to you, if there are children listening, you may want to usher them out of the room. Why are you listening? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> do, you, do you identify as an adult? Therefore, we should treat you as one? Seriously, let's get that out of Although the way my, right now. My, my, uh, my youngest likes to listen to it. And he, has, and he says he's got a bunch of his teachers at his, at his Catholic school listening to the podcast. Okay, stop. Too. I just made a joke earlier about Catholic priests touching children. And your son, who goes to a Catholic school, yes, very has, expensive. has now turned his teachers onto Dysfunction Junction. He has. Teachers, send your hate mail to junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com. Just remember, it was Brenton's dad that did this. And put Chris in the subject line so I know your hatred is coming toward me because I made that joke. But if your son is ready, if his Catholic (laughs) teachers are ready, if the LGBTQ plus tilde underscore 
at sign, whatever, is ready. And Lynch, if you are ready, I am. I present to you an entire episode of One Star Strip Club Reviews. Wave your panties in the air, lick your lips and shake your hair. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I promised mm-hmm. you I'd sing. When you spread a. Oh, can we get a copyright clip if I sing? I don't know. Maybe. But to find out but- if you spread a little oil, yeah, my blood begins to boil. Uh huh. All right, all right. We're all good. right, we've had enough. We've had enough of that. Please. All right, so we're going to start in the great city of San Diego. Oh, excellent. California. This is from a place called The Body Shop. Nothing weird ever happens in Cali. No. no. You can find The Body Shop at 3776 Riley Street. Our first reviewer, one star, is named Radford C. No relation to Banana C. <laughs> and Radford says the following. One of the worst strip clubs I have ever been to. I got a lap dance from this chick that looked like Dana Plato on crack. (laughs) Okay. Wow. For those of you who are not aware, look up Dana Plato on your Google machine. She was a uh, 80s child star who eventually became a crackhead. Um, Facts of life? No. uh, uh, Different strokes. Different strokes. She also did porn. Um, Yeah, she did softcore, but not the good kind. No. This broad didn't do anything. Total ripoff. First of all, the strip club is inside a 1955 movie theater. I'm not kidding. The first two strippers in there look like Natalie off the old show Facts of Life. (laughs) So I went home, ordered some Chinese food, took two shots of wild turkey, stuck my finger down my throat and threw up, and I went to sleep. I wasted an hour and 45 minutes of my life. Wow. Wow, that's a a good review. A good one. For a one star. Right. You know what I mean? Very descriptive. But I think the next one, and sometimes what Herm and I found were the females were a little bit better than the males. So Malia P. says, one star, I got into a car accident a few months ago and needed my car to be fixed. This isn't the type of body shop I was expecting. On the bright side, they do offer free pool games. Excellent. Hmm. (laughs) Herm, this is not... You guys These are get, not the droids you were looking for. You guys don't fix cars here? Right. Why are her tits out? I saw the name Body Shop. Does she fix it with her cooch hanging out? <coughs> that can't That can't be safe for her to oh, work on cars like that. That theme's unsanitary, sir. <laughs> Move along. The car smells like twat. Oh, my God. <laughs> the next club we're going to go to is Club Sinrock. This is in Renton, Washington. You can find this on 208 Southwest 16th Street. And Dan D, one star. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorites. This place is deader than Michael Jackson's dick in Alaska. Whoa. Right? That's I bad. know it's only renting, but God damn, just don't hire anybody to be a stripper. It's not fair to the customers. The best-looking girl in the club was the bartender. That's not cool. That is so not cool. I drove a long way to check this place out, and you only have three strippers working, and none of them were cute? Come on, man. That's a good. That's a. That's a not a good. What was this place sign. again? This was Club Sinrock in Renton, Washington. Club Sinrock. All so, right. as All we right. say on this show, don't go there. Don't go there. At this point, we're three reviews in. I'm missing Banana C. Yep. 
We may have to bring him up yeah, just one more might. time. We might have to. Just for old time's sake. All right, we're going we're gonna to go a little bit. We were just in Washington, so we're going to go a little bit south. We're going to Spice Gentlemen's Club in Portland, Oregon. Mm. Ooh, that sounds nice. nice. It does sound nice. This is at 33 Northwest 2nd Avenue in Sp- Portland. Spice. And Yofi, Yofifi. Why? Thank you. Y O F I F F Y three. So we, there's two more of these assholes. So it's Yofifi three. And Yofifi says, "It's a decent place to hang out before you go to the dance club next door." Barracudas. Other than that, I give this place one star. Why one star? It's because every stripper there was very skinny. Not one had a booty. I was very disappointed. Oh, homeboy likes thick chicks. Some men go my, for the California skinny look, but not me. My, I like the booty. My man. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I love me some butt. Female butt. I don't want anybody getting... <laughs> or just to clarify. Thank yes. you. Don't want to be what, misrepresented. What is a female butt? What, what is a female butt? It's a butt attached to a female. Let's move on. It's not good <laughs> when the best looking girl in the club is the damn bartender. Is this going to be a theme? Seems to be. I was going to say it seems to be like a, a, a running concept. Right? The strip club is a good size, though. And when they say it's a good size, you're probably small. <laughs> uh, same club, Brian P. says, This place was recommended by a few people telling us this is the best strip club in Portland. Damn, I was lied straight to the face. This place was disgusting. Ugly ass hoes everywhere. And what the hell? Only three or four girls working? This ain't a strip club. It's more like a cock fest. The only good part about this place is that they serve liquor. All Which, right, so he he wasn't very happy. No. He didn't have a good time. Uh, and I understand why. I mean, if you got ugly assholes with no booties, I expect a little ass shaking to the noise the boys are making. There should be a little uh-huh. sign up. should be a sign out front, no booty zone. Right? No booty Judy dancing tonight at 6.30. Hopefully we don't have the same problem at our next joint. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada. The Spearman Rhino. Oh, I've heard of that before. Have you really? Yes. Yes, I've heard that, please. I, Did, I, I know how to cook that. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Wrigley's and a little bit of Rhino. There, there is a lot of questions I have right now. The recipe is huge. I bet. <laughs> huge. You got to smoke it for three days. It's, it's huge. It's terrible. Little gamey at first, but you know you get to, once you get to the meat, it's amazing. Anyway, you can find this place at three three four zero South Highland Drive in Las Vegas. The person who left this left no username, so wow, he really doesn't want to be associated. Probably not. But this is what he had to say in all caps: "Epic failure." Everybody was hyping this place up, and it disappointed me. There was twenty strippers in there, and all of them were ugly. Uglier than the 1986 Boston Celtics starting five. I'm talking Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, and Robert Parrish ugly. That's ugly. Yeah, right? The girls scared the crap out of me. Come on, man. This is Vegas. These are the girls you send out. Most of the girls are ugly black women, and all they play is rap. Hey, I like rap, but not for every goddamn song. Okay, the 86 Celtics reference by itself. That's a winner. That's fabulous. It takes it takes you back to an an era of ugly that cannot be matched. Same club, Sabrin D says, honestly, this is the worst, most ghetto strip club I've ever been to in my life. Don't ever go there. I'd rather watch crackheads dance for three bucks than come see this trash. 
that's that says a lot. That, yeah, that's saying that's, stay the fuck away. Yeah, that's. I that, mean, how much would you pay to see a crackhead dance? A buck. All right, I'll buy a buck next. Next bid. A dollar. Highest without going over goes to the a showcase. Dollar. A dollar. Okay. You know, crackheads will dance for a buck. Twenty dances, they get a rock. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So now we move along. Somebody requested the Netherlands. I went there. Here's a problem. I found very few one-star reviews from the Netherlands. But you know me, I'm going to work my ass off. So all the strip, cl- strip clubs there are amazing? Mostly, yes. Mm, mm, road trip. Let's. That's what I'm saying. Let's get on a plane I and go, go to the Netherlands. I, I could do, use a vacation. Road trip. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm saying let's go to this club only so we can see what these folks are talking about. This is Club OQ. You can find this at Gravendig. I can't even read this. G-R-A-V-E-N-D-J-K-W-A-L-115. E.J. Rotterdam. Netherlands. Ashland, it's a chick. So let's see where, how this review goes. All right. Nightclub has improved in terms of supply to ladies. However, there is a stinking smell of shit in the club due to lack of ventilation. <laughs> a small investment in hygiene and air ventilation would bring a huge improvement. Now, Ashland, I, I can't say that you're wrong. I don't want to be watching tits and throwing tips and having the smell of Lynch's Biden that he just slid come through the club. That's... Ugh. Herm, you worked at a strip club. I did. Is, is the smell of shit inviting? No. No, no. Okay. No. So no, Ashlyn's it, not wrong. She's not wrong. No. Okay. No, our, our, the strip club I worked at never smelled like that. It just smelled like, you know... Sweat and desperation. No, perfume and no, pot. It smelled, yeah, it smells like perfume and powder and all the... Pretty things that girls wear. All right, fair enough. Fuck. Yeah. Now it was mi- delicious. Mr. A. Huddleston comes in with this one star review. Clearly run by individuals with the mental age of eight, unable to respond and in an effective manner or with any business experience. Seating was terrible. You could barely see the stage. The show doesn't start till nearly twelve. Very cliche and boring. The audience was the most entertaining aspect. The poor dancers look uncomfortable, flopping about like fat brides-to-be. The drinks were overpriced, and the staff was just plain rude, lacking any people skills. We ran out of there before it ended, and we were glad to be free. I'd like to complain, but it'd be a waste of time on these people. Their attitudes from the moment we walked in sucked. Bonus for you, Herm. You know how much I love these. Mm -hmm. The owner responded. Oh, nice. Hmm. Dear asshole. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pretend that that was the first line. Dear douche nozzle. I'm glad you changed your original complaint and had someone else correct your writing skills. If bullying people and talking bad about the organization or our clients to get money back is your effective manner, please don't waste your time. I notice you leave a lot of bad reviews to a lot of businesses to get money back. Sorry that your experience was terrible, but to come on here and call them fat brides... Glad you ran out of our show, Mr. Huddleston. P.S. Stop bullying people in the future to get money back. I can't say I disagree. I can't yeah. either. Yeah. Expecting a free fucking ride. Right? So we're going to go down the road a little bit. This is called Sex Club Golden Key. You can find this at Over to Me, 294, Amsterdam, Netherlands. Alan Jackson, probably not the one we're I was thinking say, of. The, the country music star? I would like to hope so, but let's see what Alan Jackson had to say. My, how times have changed. <laughs> Way down yonder on the... Ch- okay, no, that's not what he said. The Chattacoochee. Right. This place is crazy. You get 
to do rude stuff with the ladies that aren't even your girlfriend. Some girls offer to role play so you can get them to pretend they are your girlfriend. And they shout at you and say no sexy time, just like real life. <laughs> I don't think that's the real Alan Jackson. I don't I don't think so. No, he would have made it rhyme at least. Yeah, and it, it would have had better flow. I, I think so. So that is the only one-star review from this place. So, yeah, but it sounds like a one-star review, but if you read what he wrote, it doesn't really sound like it's a one-star place. The girls are doing what? I think, and what? Right? They I did mean, what? If, you, if what, you're going to what, this place and getting sexy time... Isn't, isn't that what you, what you want? I mean, you know... Hell, if some of the places are role-playing and do, uh, uh, done. Dude, I'm with you. You're doing things that you're... The, the, you're not doing with your girlfriend? Isn't that really a... But a, then she yells at you and says no sexy time yeah, like so, your girlfriend. So it's kind of a, a, a better review than he... It's it's actually a, a better review <clears throat> than he gave stars. That's like but two, he, two and a half. That's what I'm saying. That's like yeah, a mediocre like, review. If it were me, I'd say two and a half. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Absolutely. We're going to go down the road to Club LV Sex Club Amsterdam. This is at Middenweg 144, Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And there's... uh. Onli, O-N-L-I, Chan, leaves this review one star. Rather expensive. I also got pubic lice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On his face, I have, or? I have so many questions. Uh, please, I do too. please bring these questions out. I'll answer for Onli. I have so many questions. Please begin. Like, what, 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 what were you rubbing your genitals <laughs> on that? That it is the it is the Netherlands. They do allow sexy time, except when you go to the other club and they tell you no sexy time. They do allow sexy time, and, but it's the Netherlands, so they're really good about making sure they're about like health and cleanliness. Like it's they're not like banging. That's uh, like federal. They're not banging somebody in like Thailand. This is it's the Netherlands. Like everybody's clean there. By have the you, way, have you seen the people there? That's since like you mentioned Thailand by the, by the country. Since you mentioned Thailand, none of the one star reviews from Thailand could be. Translated to English. I found some. Probably for a good reason. I'm going to go through and I'm going to use Google Translate. I'm going to copy. It was just too much work. These I could just get right off the page. Right. Already translated. Yep. In Thailand, the one-star reviews were not translated. None of them were tra- five star. They could have said the prime rib was great and my nine-year-old That's came probably here a for good thing because like, when you start uh, – like. We start hearing about the things that go on in a Thailand strip club. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if the readers can handle that. I'm you, like, you saw the hangover. I, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm sure it's probably better if we don't understand what happened there. Now, uh, I now, agree. Total plausible deniability there. I now, agree. Now I'm focused. <laughs> no, you did it. Now I'm focused. Now I want. I want to translate all of them. I don't know how if I'm going to have a stroke reading them. But I have a feeling that we're going to want one-star Thailand strip club reviews. Or even, uh, oh, what, was the th- what was the line from the movie? There's a reason why they don't call it bang cunt. Yeah. And right. all the strippers were walking around with their Johnson swinging. Yes. It was, yeah, it was the hangover. They don't call yep. it bang cunt for nothing. That's right. All right. Let's see. Um, so we are going to move along after Pubic Life Jones. <laughs> We're going to St. Catharines in Montreal. I was going to say... Another in, request. In this church in Preston? Uh, close. <laughs> this is the Cabaret Kingdom. You can find this at 1417 saint Laurent Boulevard, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And CD, CDG Corral says... Viva Quebec! In all caps, don't go there. No, I have to. Right? Worst experience ever. I went there with a friend. The doorman gave us a table and required tips. 
My friend bought two private dances, one for each of us. The girls had ordered drinks for us and for them, and at the end, they charged for the drinks and the dance twice. The barmaid sold me a beer, and I didn't give her a tip. She took my beer away from me. $7 entrance fee plus $5 tips, $10 beer plus $5 tips, $5 VIP, $40 dance, for a total of about $280 for one beer and one dance. Fuck you. Wow. I don't think he think he's got his money's worth. Nope, but wait, here comes Herm's favorite part. We got a response from the owner. Yeah, yeah boy. So the owner says, first of all, I have a question for you. Each night, we have at least one manager to help people if you have a complaint or a problem. Why didn't you ask to see one? If the girls have really ordered drinks, they have to pay it. It's the person who gives the order that has to pay it. Second thing. Tips when you get served by a barmaid or a waitress is a major part of their salaries like restaurants and government tax. The government tax them a percentage of it, whether you give one or not. So every gentleman tips them with pleasure. Please reconsider your review. Hmm. Well, you're, 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 you're shaking your head. I don't like that owner response. No, it's not like combative. You want it. You want it harder and heavier. I would like a little more something. You want me to change? Some- you want to write a new one? I'll just. Uh, I'll stop pretend. being a, stop no, being a just, fucking Karen. No, I, I, <laughs> I want to speak to the manager of the strip club. I don't feel that I've seen enough tits and ass ratio for my ten dollars. So you don't like it? No, I mean he's going into the whole the whole how about how tips work. We all know how the tips thing works, yeah. bro. I got you. You're at a strip club. What do you What do you want? You expect to spend four dollars, and how do you think they make money? Now this one's a long one, and when I read the name, I have questions. I've never been to a strip club and spent less than five hundred dollars. Fuck. Know, right? you, I I have, but I, I generally don't go to the stage and throw. I'm I'm way back at the pool table, getting way afar titties. I'm there for the beer and pool, and of course, a titty on the side. Yeah. All right. So same club, Cabaret Kingdom. This review was written by someone calling themselves Chuck Sheen. Okay. I have questions already. All right. And this is a long one. And I left everything intact because I want to know if it's really Chuck Sheen. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's listen. All right. Worst strip club in Montreal, hands down. Check out Shea Parade, by the way. I went because he mentioned Shea Parade. Not a bad review. Shea Parade seems like the place to go. All right. Check out Shea Parade or Club Super Sexy if you want a good place. Also another place that didn't have a lot of one stars. Most of them were the doorman was an asshole. We've heard all those. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. heard all those. those are Unless normal. you're into ugly strippers and getting double teamed by bouncers, this probably isn't the place for you. I'm giving them one star because Google forces me to. I went there with a few friends to enjoy a nice quiet night on the town and ended up being assaulted by the bouncers. We arrived shortly after midnight and bought a bottle for the table. After it took 25 minutes to receive the bottle without even asking us which mixers we wanted, we sat there waiting for the stage show to begin. You're, 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 you're prepping. You got something to say? This isn't the real Charlie Sheen. Probably not. Just one fucking bottle? Oh. We're working on it. Just one bottle? I don't know. I don't, again. No. You got to start somewhere. He would have ordered five bottles. That's what I'm start. saying. It would have been Chuck Sheen. It would have been Charlie Sheen. Is, He'd have closed the place. This isn't the real Chuck Sheen. No. 
All right. Uh, we sat there waiting for the stage show to begin. To our disappointment, the stage show was running only once every 10 minutes or so, and the girls couldn't have been worse. Around 1.30 a.m., one of the friends was asked to join the dancer on the main stage during her show after he purchased multiple dances from the three to five girls walking around the club. At this point, we had probably spent upwards of 500 bucks in the club. While one of our friends was on the stage, the dancer became extremely angry and jealous that our friend was stealing her spotlight and proceeded to signal the bouncers. When my friend offered to leave the stage calmly, the bouncers forcefully took him and brought him backstage. <clears throat> what happens next is astounding and frankly criminal. Once we witnessed the bouncers trying to bring our friend backstage, we stood up from our booth and grabbed another bouncer to inform him what had just occurred. The bouncer we were speaking to immediately looked shocked and stated, they can't do that. No shit. We followed the bouncer to the back of the club only to find the backstage door locked and our friend nowhere to be found. After the bouncers who took our friend backstage refused to unlock the door for the bouncer we were with, the bouncer standing with us began kicking and body slamming the locked door in an attempt to get it open. After the door slammed open, we witnessed two bouncers holding our friend up against the wall and hitting him repeatedly in the face. The rest of our group attempted to intervene, at which point one member of our group was thrown across the hall by another bouncer so hard that they slammed through a locked dressing room door. You have a question. I can see your face. No. No? No. Okay. To the reader's dismay, unfortunately, he did not fall into a pile of strippers looking to help him as there were at most five there all night. Keep in mind, this was one of their biggest nights of the year. Anyways, at this point, the other patrons had to begun to take notice of the incident unfolding before their eyes, something the club probably could have avoided if they had the decency... Wait, I'm reading this wrong. If they had decently consistent stage show like every single other strip club in the world... Our group again told the bouncers just to give us our friend so we could leave, to which they responded, you can pick up your friend in the back alley. After a little more screaming and back and forth, they gave us our friend and allowed us to leave. Now, at this point, you're probably saying to yourself, Chuck, this can't possibly get any worse. But wait, there's more. This is actually written here. But wait, there's there's more. more. On our way out to the coat check, the girls refused to give some of us our jackets and forced us to leave the club in t-shirts. It was easily five below freezing outside. Once we got outside, we were able to examine our friend who had been attacked only to find his face bruised and bloodied. Overall, I'm surprised this strip club is still in business and is by far one of the worst choices you could make when choosing a venue for the night. Zero out of ten will never go again, wouldn't even recommend this place to my worst enemy. Wow. Well, that's I, ep- need, I need thoughts on this one. That's an epic review of Mammoth Proportions. That's, that's a hell of a night. That's five paragraphs. That's a hell of a night. It sounds like a story you could tell your kids. Yeah, that's a hell Grand of a night kids. right there. That's... Gather around the campfire, kids. Get the s'more right? sections ready. Grandpa Sheen's getting her ready to tell a strip club story. Come on, y'all. Oh, these are always good. <laughs> I find it difficult to believe. Um, this is That'd not- be like me leaving, like if I left a review that ha- for that Halloween night that we were at 783. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where, yeah, I didn't want to get into it. 
and then I threw three people out the door, and then I flipped a pool table, and then... (laughs) I I wasn't the aggressor, but when aggressed upon, I came back, and I go to jail? Fuck off, fuck you, and fuck them. Yes, Your Honor, I did flip the pool table over on a bunch of people that were standing against the wall. I did. Yep, I'm sorry. After I was assaulted. Right. (laughs) Oops. I gotta, you know, and, and here's my question. Is this the story you want to tell? I'm, I'm glad he used the, the nom de plume of Chuck yes, Sheen. Yes. Is this the story you actually want to tell? Like, on a public forum? Well, yeah, why not? Dude, we went there and that, look what happened to my buddy. Didn't happen to him. No, but, I mean, this is some excruciating detail. Yeah. I can't get past this. Great review. I like it. Uh, I guess. I, like I mean, it. it's it's not a it's not a good review, but it's a well written and excellent storied review. So if you don't want your ass whipped, don't go to Cabaret Kingdom. That address again is fourteen seventeen Saint oh, Laurent Boulevard. Just don't get on the stage. Correct. <laughs> and I'll throw this out here: Do not go to the Kama Sutra Club. You can find this at thirty five eighty Saint Dominique Street in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Matthew Galasso. Leaves this review. Talk to the, us, Maddie. The place is a dump. Whoa. Imagine thinking when you walk in, I'm walking straight into an STD. <laughs> there are much better girls at the nearby spots and with the added benefit of not being treated like garbage. Chez Paris downtown was even better. So again, Chez Paris getting a nice, you know, they're getting nice free shout out. Yeah. Yep, yep. So if Chez Paris is this good, why are you going to these places? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't either. Maybe. Variety is the spice of life. Mix it up a if little bit. If someone tells know. you, if someone tells you, I got salmonella at Olive Garden. Are you going to Olive Garden? Hell no. yeah! I wouldn't go to Olive Garden to start with. I was going to say to start with, I don't, I don't go to Olive Garden. Not unless it's soup and breadsticks for lunch. It's that fine Italian cuisine they serve. I'll buy the soup, soup and salad breadsticks. and breadsticks for lunch. Is the only reason I go to Olive Garden. Olive Garden is the IHOP of Italian. Yeah, it's food. like yes. Italian McDonald's. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it is. It's fast food, pretty much. We're going to stay in Canada for one more. I couldn't. Not ignore this one. This is a place called Campus. You can find this at 1111 Rue St. Catherine, East Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The name alone caught my eye. SpongeBob Cancer Pants <coughs> says, I hate this place and all of your ugly dancers. You will all burn in hell. Wow. That's, yeah. the, that's the whole review. That's the whole review right wow. there. That's a that's a man with some with some anger. Yep, yep. He's he's definitely um, um, got anger issues. I, I will I will say to SpongeBob Cancer Pants, I would have liked a little more information. Yep, yep. A little more in depth review. Yeah, been, it would it would have been, been nice to know why you think all the dancers just, should burn in hell. Just give us a little insight, dude. You didn't say anything about bullet wounds or C-section scars. No, none of that. None of you that. You did not and, mention if it was good for nine year olds to have their birthday. Nor did you say the steak that your grandma got was really nice. You basically left us hanging, but the name, I could not ignore the name that for is, that one star review. That is awesome. We're going to come back to the States. We are going to Sassy's Bar and Grill. You can find this at 927 Southeast Morrison Street in Portland, Oregon. Excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And our right, review- ne- right next to the homeless encampment. I would not <laughs> doubt it. And our reviewer calls himself Lucky Bones. Not quite sure how lucky he was because in all caps it says racist strip club. Absolutely racist. First of all, as soon as you get in there, the place smells like feet and Willie Nelson's beard. 
I don't want to know how he knows. I was just want to say, how, he knows how, how do you know what Willie Nelson's Come on, beard man. That is like. a great question that I was hoping somebody would ask. How do you know what Willie... Everybody knows what feet smells like. Uh-huh. Dirty feet, clean feet. Everybody has smelled a foot. How many of us have actually gotten close enough to, to Willie, Nelson's Willie Nelson's smell Nelson's his beard? beard? Not me. I mean, does it smell like weed? Probably. Pro- lots of it. Does it smell like cheese? Probably. Does Maybe. it smell like barbecue? Maybe it smells like barbecue, weed, and cheese. It might, but... That needs to be a cologne. That was Le- the- oh, <laughs> wow. Willie Nelson's I mean, it's beard. I going to say, that's a or, fucking Yankee candle or, right yeah, there. Yeah, or Yankee is. candle. We're going to start working on that. Willie, no. You, look, we've got, we have. Uh, I got the candle making supplies. We've got, what are we got Paltrow's vagina. Now we've got Will, uh, Nelson's beard. I yes. like it. All right. Moving forward. Oh, my God. I asked the stripper for a lap dance, and she said yes. The stripper never gave me the lap dance as she acted like she forgot. Then 30 minutes later, I asked another stripper for a lap dance. She said yes. She danced half a song and gave me a weak lap dance. Worst lap dance I ever got. The bartenders are really cool, though. One of them looked like Joni off the TV show Happy Days. Why are all these places employing bartenders and strippers that look like 80s TV phenomena? I don't know. It seems to be a thing. You know it really is? does. You had Dana Plato. Yep. Natalie. Yep. And now Joni. Yep. Put them all in one club. Call it, call it, uh, fallen, fallen angels, and I'm there for for real. Just call it TV Land, right? Oh, oh, that sounds nice. TV tits for tips. We're on it, and we're moving forward. Uh, If the strippers were a little nicer to the black customers, this place would have gotten four stars. I'm guessing Lucky Bones is uh, of the black persuasion from the Netherlands, right? Right now, I just can't believe a strip club can be this bad. This place is, was a big disappointment. I'm embarrassed I ever walked in here. Hmm. Same place. Spencer J has to say, pretentious bullshit bartenders. You work at a bar. Accept the fact that people will show signs of intoxication. There are naked girls everywhere, and you're worried about how I ordered my beer? Kiss my ass. You lost my business forever. Fuck off. Another angry person. Yeah. You know, again, some of these, I like the the humor in them. Some of these are just people with an axe to grind because maybe you got too drunk and you shouldn't be in this establishment. Next thing you know, you're grabbing nipples and being dragged in the back with Chuck Sheen's buddy and getting the shit kicked out of right. you. Right, and, well, and you're a five-paragraph review. Exactly, well, and you, you'll be the next one. You're going to a strip club. It's not like you're going to the Four Seasons. I mean, come on now. You, you got to expect <laughs> a lower level of service and class here. I got you. It's written. Right. I mean, even your top level of service, even your top level of establishment isn't, you know. Isn't four star. Right. Or Michelin rated fucking. I want to go back to the right. Nether- I want to go back to the Netherlands real quick. Which one of you just put Netherlands in the air? God damn it, Herm. <sighs> Who else? Love that derriere. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, one more from Sassy's Bar and Grill. Uh, this is from Caroline A. And sometimes the females are better than the males. They are. She leads off with, listen, Linda, if I could give zero stars, I would. Zero listen, st- Linda. Right? Zero stars would equate to the amount of talent this See You Next Tuesday had. Ooh. Mm-hmm. My, best friend's, my best friend's dog, Danny, has given me better lap dances. D's girls, D-E-E-S, just so you know what we're dealing with, D's girls said they couldn't work a pole. What the fuck kind of strip club is this? 
Needless to say, we got kicked out when we asked if they would dance on the pole. Seriously, thanks for your time. Bye. Hmm. All right. Well, his his spelling's not exactly great, but he's got a point. Like it's a her. It's Caroline. What? Wh- whatever. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, maybe she identifies as a he. Her, him, shim, whatever. Shim. Um, I got to agree. If uh, strippers can't at least work, and, and I'm not saying they have to, like you know, do the tricks and like hang from the pole and shit, but you've got to be able to at least w- work it to work the pole. Uh, you know. <laughs> Nobody's asking. That's, that's a basic, you know. How to- Nobody's asking for Cirque du Soleil. No, we just want to you know, see some chicks pole, spin around. Grab the pole, dance around it, shake your butt a little. It's not difficult. We're we're just working a pole here. I want the girls, girls, girls video. That's what I want. You know, it's There's, not hard. You're asking it's for not, a lot. It's not no, some of those. Difficult. Remember that some of those girls were busted in that video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strip club, but at least they knew how to work the pole. There's a reason the lights are off at a strip club club so you don't see their busted ass grill that's right so i got two from our next destination we have five reviews to go Hmm. let's make them good all right i'm uh, hopefully these are the best ones although it's hard to beat the 86 celtics so far the 86 celtics that's are my number favorite. one heard kevin McHale walking around with a couple of bolts in his neck like frankenstein right <laughs> we're going to a place called heavenly bodies this was suggested to me by a friend okay. from the midwest all right you can find this place at 1300 south elmhurst road elk grove village illinois 6007 so from heavenly bodies lee w says this is a true piece of crap it's so bad i won't waste my time writing about it <laughs> The only upside and is yet if here you are. Wait for it. The only upside is if you're married and use your credit card there, it will show on your statement as Village Pizzeria. Well, that's a handy little. I brick. like it. That's a handy bonus. What were you doing at Village Pizzeria at 11:30 p.m., Mister Man? Getting a grinder. Yeah, I was. I was get, hungry. I was stoned. My, getting my Hawaiian pizza. Me and the boys were out shooting pool. You know, we stop in for a pizza. We get our eat on. The fuck, are you worried about? Unless she already knows because she's been there, swiped her card, and it came up Village Pizzeria. Fuck if I know. I ain't never sp- sp- had no pizza. It smells like tuna. You can't prove that I was at a strip club. Exactly. Fuck off sideways, <laughs> Mrs. whatever the fuck your name is. All right, Reggie leaves this one. What an embarrassment. I came back here this Monday after taking two years off, and the place has gotten worse. Stop. If I go someplace and I get real shit service, I don't care if it's a strip club or a restaurant, and the and the and everything's terrible, I don't go back. It's usually, kinda, that's it's usually kind of an under- yeah. Rule. Usually, not unless I hear that it's under new management. I'll go back and give it a shot. Yeah, why not? But I'm not going there just you know because it's the same shithole that was there two years. ago. I think ago. Reggie's setting himself up for failure. I think is so. what I think. Let's move on. Oh, the place got worse. I understand it's a Monday, but goddamn, what an embarrassment. The shot girls were the best-looking ones in the club. It's funny, because the first time I was here, none of the strippers would say a word to me. Now that all the strippers are ugly, all of a sudden, they want to talk to me. You stupid hoes. All of the strippers were ugly, and I mean all of them. It seems like everybody was just going through the motions, including the bartenders. It's like all of the strippers said, fuck it, today I'm not going to give a damn. What a shame. Everybody looked pissed off over there. I think they're finna. Oh, you've already... Reggie, you're fired. You're canceled. Yep. You're banned from the show and you're canceled. Uh, I think they're finna, which I hate. I think they're finna close that place down or something. 
Two female, two females were so skinny I could see their ribs. It was a Monday, so I'm going to give this club one more chance. Reggie, no! I'm not even done with the review, and he's already asking for trouble. Why? Oh, Why? Reg, Reggie, 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 be better, do better. I want to give this place one more chance. It would be the third strike, so this club better show me oh, something so he's a when gl- I come back. He's a fucking glutton for punishment. Yeah. Exactly. I know I got hit by a car crossing the street, but you I'm know I'm going to do it again. Yeah. This time, it, it better be pleasurable. I'm going to go against the light. Maybe I'll get hit by a better car with a richer client where I can... Oh, Reggie. Reggie. Be listen. better. Exactly. Work harder, not smart. Work smarter, not harder. Great reviews require great responsibility. <laughs> and you are not helping yourself or our listeners by saying, yeah, I'm going to go back. Because this place finna close. First of all, speak English. That, fu- that fucking annoys me. Right in English. Between him and, let me go back. Who was the dipshit? It was a chick. Caroline. Uh, speaking on Sassy's Bar and Grill. These <laughs> girls. These no, nuts. You fucking rejects from third grade. English, and spelling, and punctuation are your friend. You will be taken seriously if you can employ... Any of that. Well, I can understand, you know, the undereducated not being able to, you know, write properly, but that this is on purpose. Yeah. And they're leaving it for the world to see. I'm going to purposely look like a fucking douchebag. First of all, thank you for not leaving your names and addresses, because if I had them, the three of us would be writing you a letter in English that you probably couldn't read. And not that we're going to dox somebody, but we definitely send you a letter that say, hey, dipshit, read a book. Or try to. Last but not least, I got three reviews, and I reached out to some friends. I'm like, what's the worst strip club you ever went to? And two of them came back with this one. So I simply could not ignore, spelled out XXXV, which is 35. So we're going to call it the 35 Gentlemen's Club. You can find this on 7090 New Jersey 35 from John Bon Jovi's hometown. We're going to Sayreville, New Jersey. Classy up in Sayville. Let me ask you a question. I might have an answer. If one of the biggest rock stars of all time comes from your town, you think maybe the strip clubs could be a little nice? Think maybe you'd use that as a selling point? John Bon Jovi used to come here and throw tips at tits. Herm's not getting into this. Come on now. Yeah, I, a very long time ago, I'm sure at one point he did. but Even now, he's still a name. True. But it doesn't help our friends in Sayreville, New Jersey, because... Lauren Ashley leaves this review one star. This place is filled with walking STDs. Have fun paying for your STDs, bro. Wow. Like he walked in the room and could identify STDs? Basically, yeah. I mean, can you see that shit through a microscope? Look, I think that's syphilis over there. I got gonorrhea over here on the left. It's Excuse, a herpes you, on the face right there. You guys stay over here. I'm going over for the crabs. I'll yeah. be right back. Excellent. It's not like you're at the Nordic Lodge at the buffet, eat? right? Yeah. Oh I'd like all-you-can-eat pee lice. <laughs> this guy, Dennis Kaminsk, Kaminsky. Mike Witz. Mike, Mike Witz. Witz. Yeah. Mike Witz leaves this review. This place is a joke. It smelled like puke. The girls were all fat. The staff were rude. There's no place to sit. Absolutely a hard experience. I took my money elsewhere. Thankfully, there are plenty of choices minutes away. Please stay away from this place. Okay. Well, at least right. he used, he right. exercised his options. He didn't make mention of STDs. 
Nope. No. He did mention smelled like puke and the chicks were fat and the staff was rude. I'm going to have to do a lot of work to find a review better than this one. Sam J in our last review says for 35 Gentlemen's Club, be careful. I caught herpes in one of the VIP rooms. They should make their dancers get tested regularly. <laughs> All right. Again, you're in a strip club. <laughs> And you're putting yourself in a position either to get herpes and you're going to blame the strip if, club. If it's like, look, like in the Netherlands, it's full is sex. He, is he a lib? Because it's the easy. Fuck to find no, it just well, he's blaming somebody else. Sam J. He's blaming somebody else for his problem. The fuck do I know if he's a lib? <laughs> Says he got herpes in the VIP room. Hell if I know who he voted for. That's not exclusively a... a yeah, a, right? A, I know a, a lot of Republicans that have gotten crabs and that's herpes. That's not exclusively and, a, a lib trait. Yeah, but I do like what you're saying. You know, but they, A lot of people do blame everybody else. I want to blame me if I go to a strip club and get crabs and I have to explain it to somebody. Like the wife. Thankfully, I don't have one. <laughs> and it's better that way. Mm-hmm. Daddy, why are you scratching your crotch all the time? Leave me alone. <laughs> Be I, glad I, I'm not scratching your crotch, kid. Right. I have a new pet. Right. <laughs> no, Several. you can't see it. He's asleep right now. Daddy's got crabs. Ooh, when are we eating? No, no, not no, that kind. Not that kind. Not blue not crabs. That kind. Oh, I do have uh, an invite to give to you guys. It comes from our friend Corey up in Peabody, Massachusetts. He Peabody. would like to have one or more of us come up Saturday, May 21st. To partake in a club that we have reviewed before on the show, DB's Golden Banana in Peabody, Massachusetts. Mm, sounds like a good time. Corey was just there not too long ago. I shared the picture with you guys. Yes, you did. And uh, looked like he had a good time. And he says the dances are actually of some sort of quality. But again, who's to say? A, a titty's a titty. We've seen one. I want to see we're, it. we're doing it for show research, right? Of course. Okay, this is educational. Excellent. This excellent. is all show this is, research. It's totally research-based. Yeah. How often do I go to a strip club? Like, for real. Yeah. So I'm going to go for show research, and I want to bring you guys with me. Excellent. We'll, we'll get in a car and on- We'll be a team of researchers. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> we'll have our little pads and pens. I say, if Corey, if you're listening, if- work with me here. Go to the folks at DB's Golden Banana. Teach them about the show. Have them listen to the show. Have them get back to you and say, have them bring the rig. And Yeah, for real. Corey, if you're listening, um, if that's the case, we can, we'll, we'll come up and record a show at the strip club. That's that right. Banging. We'll call it a bonus show or a boner show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boner. depending on how you want to look at it. The boner bonus. The bone us show. Yeah, right. Bone us. And there's only two caveats. Uh, Half-price drinks for all of us except Lynch, who doesn't drink, so his Sprite will be... Full price. Full price for Sprite. And cranberry and seltzer, bitch. Whatever works. <laughs> if you want a cranberry and seltzer, bitch, then you get a cranberry and seltzer, bitch, bitch. I don't care. Whatever you want to drink, but just know. Is this fresh squeeze or Just know you're the DD. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah that, that would that would fall suit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So we're taking we're taking the Lynch love wagon up to. Uh, I have to remain sober enough to at least to operate the equipment, so I can't get plowed. But. Right, and I I don't want to get plowed because I don't want to be on there. I have the teddy. I don't want to be that. But guy. yeah, I think that would be an interesting show. I think so. Broadcasting recorded live from a strip club audience. Absolutely, and Corey, you got your marching orders. Uh, what I say, half price drinks and uh, at least one free lap dance because we're giving free pub. 
Oh yeah, we're we're. Oh yeah, we'll push the place. So yeah, Corey, listen name. to this. So the Go three of us will be lined we'll up like the three stooges, while one big titty bitch gives us all like a communal lap dance. That's right. That's fine with me. All right. Wow. So that's the end of one star strip club reviews. That's so, it. Yeah, plowed through them pretty good. Uh, anybody got anything before we close? Or, no, uh, I think we're pretty good. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yay! Yay! Free speech for everybody, not just the fucking left. <sighs> well, twi- well. Mm- Twitter's up until just recently is last been, couple years and not even uh, last six months. Twitter has been very good about um, not doing anything. They banned it's one the president. Of, right, well, they did ban the president, <laughs> but uh, they, they did. I'm not saying he was um, but, right. But, but in they've everything been he said. they've been Twitter has been very very um, liberal as far as what you can get. They're, they're not big. They 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 don't. They've allowed. They have allowed uh, nudity. Um, oh, we're not sex speaking stuff. of that. No, no, no. I'm not of that. I'm just saying that that's where um, they're not as um, they're not like the Facebook police. They're not as shut down as Facebook. Like, as the whole, yeah, as the whole, as yeah. the whole meta, as the whole meta thing. Yeah, uh, yeah they're not as stringent. Now, I had an idea for next week. Don't know if you guys would, uh, or I should say, you guys, Lynch. Um, you ever heard a song and think to yourself? If a hard rock or metal band did this song, it could be that much better? Yeah. Yeah, I have. All right. Herm, Herm somewhat disagreed with me, but I think he likes where it's going. Doesn't matter what genre. You can go with country, R&B, hip-hop, top 40, country. And think of, what do you say? We've always done three. Let's go six this time. Six songs you'd like to hear. With a little rock and roll stank on it, and you, and you, if you want to go, if you want to go deeper, pick the band you'd like to hear do it. Mm, like uh, that's you, even better. Do you remember? Uh, was it Tammy Wynette, "Stand by Your Man"? Yeah, and Lemmy and the chick from the Plasmatics did a cover of it. Wendy, O'Williams. Wendy O. Williams, um, absolutely recently vo- vocally away. terrible, but musically fantastic. I'm not talking about that. I'm like, you think of a really good band, and let, let's sauce this up a bit. Herm is given the stink eye because on the way here, we listened to a portion of Who Shot Ya, originally done by Notorious B.I.G., redone by Living Color. And I don't think you liked it that much. Not at all. Why not? Didn't like it. It was disrespectful to two complete genres of music. To which two? Uh, to to hip hop and to whatever genre. Um, Hard rock. They want to call themselves. Well, I mean, come on. Let's. There's 800 metal rock subgenres. Yeah. So you I just, call I just it whatever say they want to call it. I just say but, hard rock. <laughs> no, I don't feel it was a good meld of, of anything. I mm, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Don't don't fuck with Biggie. Are you, uh, all right. I I kind of liked it. I, I like when somebody pays respect to an artist like that. I'll have to listen. All right. Give, I'll give it a whirl. I'll send you the video. Please do. Like that. Well, that's the thing. I can. I. Why is Biggie off limits? Oh, it's not just Biggie. Well, for me, it's it's, it's Biggie. So you know, Biggie. <laughs> straight up, that's it's big, just Biggie. Because because Stone Cold said so. Um, yeah. All right, I'll buy that argument. But it, it, I can think of songs that have been done and done by you know uh, by a, a metal or a harder edged band, and they've been okay. My problem is is that I'm okay with that. My problem is is I can't come up with anything that should be rocked up it shouldn't it should be rocked up if you're the musician with the idea and the concept and the freshness but if you're just gonna want to rehash a song so that it sounds more 
metal, then what are we really doing? Well, I, I can I can speak to that point too. Yeah, I understand that. I want you to watch his face real quick. Yeah. This is this is real. Yeah. How is that different than stealing a Van Halen riff and making it your own? You've taken one riff, right? Did you write it? You you've sampled one riff, right? Oh, here we go. You've you've sampled. You've, you've sampled. You've paid. The I can't f- sample wait, wait, wait. the Mona Lisa. You you paid the fee to use that as your starting point, right? Most do. I'll give you that one. You've paid Most a fee do. to utilize that song, not the whole song either, just one one instrument and seven seconds of a riff. The song is three minutes and 22 seconds long. There's 800 other parts of that song. Still original. I mean, let's be honest, dude. Can you come up with how many drum beats do you honestly think are out there? If we were to break down music and songs, let's 11. be honest. That's what I'm saying. 11. If you were to break down music, then, you know, there's probably... And eight, nine of them were written by John Bonham. There's 800 bands that probably use the same bass drum drum beat somewhere. Four, four, two, four. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of stuff is basic. So, if you took... Are you talking about the beat or the fills? Because the fills is kind of fills, the action. No, like, no, the actual, no, like the actual beat. Like, your okay. actual bass three, you know? Two, two, four, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that, you. It's a fucking. It's the same rock beat everybody else uses. Fills and the add-ins with symbols and whatnot change your song. Mm-hmm. But the fills, yeah, right, 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 right. So I feel like using that guitar riff is similar to using the same two four two four drum beat. You've added all the other fill to the song and your own lyrics to make it yours. But is it bad to remake a song and show homage to? somebody you respected no no it no it it doesn't but i don't have to fucking like it no you don't well, it has to be the, I, it has to be the right song too right i'm not going to ask for reba mcintyre to do we're not going to take it because i don't think it would be genuine well, right it's completely it'd out be of her, fun it's completely <laughs> out, well it's completely out of her wheelhouse too correct you know i mean sometimes there can be surprises when somebody covers a song that you wouldn't think this band would cover sure there are a few gems like that. Yes, but, absolutely. And, and then there's and, Limp Biscuit who fucks everything. Right, up. and then and when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's nice. That was a really nice idea. But at no point would ever anybody ever been like, yo, you know, unless, except for the musician, right? Who's you know, musicians are creative and out there and think out of the box. Who would have thought, oh, let's do that? At no, but at no point was society like, yo, you really need to make you know, like, um. Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. A metal tune. No, yeah. nobody's ever said that. Don't think now. It would if somebody decided to take it and take that task and work on it and cre- create but who that, would, who would have thought "Land of Confusion" when we were kids in '86 could become an actual good rock song by Disturbed? I said good. I didn't say great. I, I see where your forehead was going. Well, it's, it's, it's listenable. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was you, good. You, you it was passable. It. You can listen to it. it. It gets a C. I would give it a C plus. I give it a C. Yeah. We're in the same boat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not talking about reinventing the wheel. I'm talking about something you'd like to hear to be a little thicker. And I'm not saying Kiss should go out and do Funky Cold yeah, Medina. Well, it's kind of like them doing up. like in The Sound of Silence. Right. By, I loved um, it. Oh, you Disturbed know what I mean? it was originally uh, Simon and Garfunkel. You know, there are, so- there are songs you can do. Um, if you want to take Faith No More and do Easy Like Sunday Morning. They did a Another great very cover. great song. However, they didn't. 
they didn't totally thrash it up. No, they thickened they, it. They thickened it. That's what I'm talking and about. And softened themselves. So Correct. I, so I don't, I don't, I don't. Maybe now we're on the same page. But maybe not necessarily. I guess so. I guess the whole put your own stank on it. I guess. If you I will. guess my issue with it, with the, with doing the topic for that week was meddling the song just for the sake of metal. No, uh, and that's you know what I something mean. Something that you, with a you, little thickness yeah, could pop the song a little bit. more. Yeah, it, you you starting to sound like Hunter. <laughs> Hunter who? Uh, in a movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank We're you. We're going to meddle it just because the metal. No, and no, no. Sorry. That, that, that was, was kind of where I was. Intent. Thank that you. That was where I was thinking you were coming from because metal. Thank and you. Thank you, Rob Halford from <laughs> Judas Priest. Yeah. By the way, if you guys have not seen it, Yo, uh, we all highly it. recommend Metal, metal Lords. Lords on Netflix. I'm watching it again. It was that good. And by the way, um, I, I, I went on one of these little Reddit things. I'm not a Reddit user, but I looked up what they were saying about Metal Lords. <laughs> Universally, people love the uh, cello chick. Yes. They think not only is she funny, they think she's hot. I, I think she's it, a pretty girl. But I need, yeah, but I, I, need that, I need that band now. I'm Not them per se, but I need, that, I need a metal band with that. Apocalyptica with, used to do with, that. Too. With, I, that? I need yeah. an electric bassist or yeah. the electric cello. Oh, it'd be so great. It was amazing. It thickened, uh, again, the word thickened, it thickened what they were doing. Him with the shred and the kid doing the 2-2 the two -two or the 4-4 four -four with the fills. Yep. And when she came in with that cello, it was just so fucking mind-blowing. Very much so. Very much so. If you haven't seen the movie, I highly suggest you watch it. Metal Lords on Netflix. Great, Very good great watch. Movie. Absolutely. Um, anybody got any recommendations other than Metal Lords to give the kids this week? Uh, John, Wacy, John Wayne Gacy tapes on Netflix. Watched it. Loved it. Yeah. Yep. Anything yep. Anything from you? Yep. My wife oh, is I did the. Oh, uh, I watched the, um, the, the Price is Right one today on Netflix about the guy that Oh, the guy who the, figured the, out the, the pattern? The mathematician teacher, whatever it was. And that was figured, a good... That was a and, learned, and learned and all the prices and basically just went in and was, was guessing showcases to the exact penny. Yep. Wow. Yep. And telling people, in this, uh, like calling numbers from the audience and people were winning. Yeah, like, okay, like, I got to see this. Yeah, like... like I heard the story Like before. the lady, like li literally like one of the guys guessed his showcase to the penny and he... The lady and he told the lady next to him a price, and his price was five dollars off the lady next to and one competitor, and his price was exact on another competitor. Ooh. That guy won both. Because if you're a hundred dollars or lower yeah, on yeah. your gimmick, he, he you was win literally both he was literally guessing items at the bidding and at the showcase, like to the penny. Wow. Because back in the day, they used to recycle their items. Yes. So he, all he did was learn the pattern. It's only so many times right. you and, can see Right, and learned Downey. it. Like, he literally learned, like, the Pontiac vibe. And you'd listen to what... And, and he started listening to the options. 95. And the options of this, 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 and this. And then, like, there's only... And no matter what the options are, this is the price of the car. But he learned and discerned that there is one option when they read it. That changes the last, the, the, the price was always a six in that car. There was something in one of the options when they added it in that it was the only option that changed the price of the wow. car. This when is they, Netflix? Yeah. And when he did it, he guessed it and got it right. And they were all like, Price is Right show was like, there's got to be some kind of of thing, some kind of like organized. And the guy Definitely was like, no, I just learned it all. There's one about the uh, pressure luck too. That's a pretty good. That I want to see. Cause I love that show. Yeah. No whammy. No whammies. Um, my, my recommendation, if you have Paramount plus and you're a freak like us, watch the new jackass film. It is so good. 
I had so much fun watching it last night uh, after the race was over, and I am I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Have you seen re- recent interviews with Johnny Knoxville? I've not, other than the stuff he did with WWE. Uh, he's pretty fucked up from. from I can that imagine. Experience. I saw some of the stuff during that show. He got hit by a bull again. Yeah, again. He's he's actually uh, sustained some severe brain trauma for, from years I, I, of doing I'm, that. I'm somehow not surprised. He doesn't sound like himself. He talks very slowly. Yet there he was at WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble doing yeah. his thing. He's crazy, man. It takes brain damage to do yes. that. Crazy, but crazy dude. Take our recommendations, and if you like any of them, or you have recommendations for us, email us Junction Dysfunction Show. At gmail.com. We will read them all. If your email is stupid, we will roast you all, but we will always listen to you all. And having said that, a man cannot get pregnant. That's it for me this week. Yeah, and that's uh, it. I, hear that's the, all I got. hear the drums playing in the background. I can be pregnant with a food baby, though. That's Thanksgiving. Okay. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Once we decide what we're doing, one of us will put up a short video. Still like the music idea, but we'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. We love you guys. See you next week. Bye.